With all of the bad news and troubles that have been coming out of Bolivia, it's time for a little bit of good news about Bolivia and Tadasio Mamani's coffee. So this week we're off to Bolivia and my topic of conversation for this week is the, the troubles a few weeks ago um, in Bolivia um, and really just wanted to give a commentary of uh, what's been going on there. So. Um, you may have read in the news, it, it was unusual to see somewhere like Bolivia in the news. I, I, I was incredibly shocked seeing it on um, places like the, the Guardian and uh, the Times' uh, uh, online websites where there was an internal coup in uh, Bolivia against the president, uh, Evo Morales. Um, Evo Morales was the president that was a, a first incumbent in 2005 um, when he, he swept to victory in what was quite an unusual set of circumstances. It was the first time that an indigenous person to Bolivia had actually become president, which was a real landmark because, you know, the indigenous people there tend to be the poorest people in the in the country, um, which is a whole different topic on itself. Um, but suddenly they had somebody in there uh, in power that was looking after their needs. And Evo was absolutely loved by the people in his early days. Um, he introduced um, a lot of things that were very popular. Perhaps one of the first of the populist um, kind of people coming into power, uh, almost a trailblazer. Um, so Evo came in and first thing he did was kick out the US who were trying to uh, eradicate their war on drugs of the time, were trying to eradicate coca from Bolivia. Now coca is a plant that is um, has a lot of history in Bolivia and not in the way that we think that it's used as in cocaine um, it was used as something that you would chew that would give you some calming um, like calming feelings it's used as a tea to help with altitude sickness um, and it's a delicious tea um, it is completely legal to drink coca tea in Bolivia it is not the same as cocaine Cocaine is something when it goes through a whole chemical process and changes its makeup. Um, it's really just something that helps the blood vessels open up so when you're at altitude you can go, you don't get headaches, you don't get dizzy, you don't feel ill. Um, so the first thing Evo did was kick them out and encourage coca growing on a big scale. So massive tax breaks, massive advantages for coca growers. He was the former president of the Coca Growers Association. So he was a very powerful man within, within that coca growing system and really brought in those things. But what he also did was repel foreign investment, um, became a very insular looking state, made friends with people like Venezuela, which I don't know enough about to comment on, but you know, if you read enough on these things, they're, they're, they're a little bit rogue statish, um, but was doing good things, invested a lot in infrastructure. So um, there's been a lot of improvements in my 14 years of going to Bolivia. It's a completely different country to when I first went. And I think that's been a positive thing for um, the poorer parts of the community. Um, and second term, swept to victory again with an even bigger, uh, bigger mandate. Um, and started to change a little bit. So started to open up a little bit to foreign investment. It became a little bit more friendlier. It wasn't quite as an aggressive stance as it became more of a statesman and understood the things that were there. The problem came that was in 2000 and I'm gonna say 13, but forgive me if I'm a couple of years out. Um, it came up to the third uh, election. Now in Bolivia, you're only allowed to stand as president for uh, two terms. 
So what uh, what happened in Bolivia was they decided to change the name to the Democratic Republic of Bolivia, which meant that he could then stand as a new term because it was a brand new country and nobody had ever been president, which was a little bit of a, okay. But he still went to victory. He still became president um, and, and then um, stood again and um, tried to change the constitution. So he went to the people and said, yes or no, can I change the constitution that I could be president again or, or not? Now, dictatorships in these, uh, in, I don't want to say developing countries, because I think it's, it's, a, it's a little bit of a, but, but in, in, in more politically unstable countries, dictatorships are formed by being in power for a long time. We've seen this with Mugabe, we've seen it with other people. Um, and what happened with Bolivia was that the tide changed. So he actually lost that vote by about one or 2%. So it was like, no, you can't stand a second term. So when the elections happened a few weeks ago, he decided he was gonna stand anyway and ignore those people. Um, and that's where this uprising has come from. Now, first of all, I've spoken to uh, our friends in Bolivia, everybody's safe, everybody's okay. Um, the family are having trouble in getting to the mill from La Paz because, um, it's a little bit unstable at the moment and they haven't been able to go back and finish off the exportation. Luckily, the harvest was over at this point, but they still have got a lot of exportation and a lot of movement of coffees to do. So um, there's definitely some problems problems there, but everybody's safe and everybody's good. Um, but it's just meant that the there is a new leader, which, you know, we need some elections in Bolivia. We need to have some democracies that we need to have people to be able to vote because replacing somebody who you believe to be acting in a, a dictatorship type of way and then coming in with a, you know, a, an army based, police based uh, person to fill that position is not the ideal. But at least they're in a position there where they can go to elections and they can have free elections. Hopefully, we, we, we hope and pray that they can. Uh, and Bolivia can come the country that it is. My concerns are that there's been the biggest ever lithium ion find, uh, natural lithium ion found in Bolivia. This is the opportunity for Bolivia to become the next Saudi Arabia in wealth stakes. They could be the richest place on the earth if they're able to mine um, this lithium ion. The lithium ion is under the salt beds of uh, Unani and um, these salt beds are absolutely beautiful. I've been there before. I've got some pictures of being there. It's a, a, an amazing place and really a, an outstanding natural beauty place. Um, I don't know how you get lithium ion from underneath there um, with mining it and what that might do to those things, but also what that money could do to Bolivia. Um, so we we sit with bated breath and we watch the situation very closely and we're always talking to our friends in Bolivia uh, and uh, I'm sure along with me you'll all send thoughts and um, uh, uh, warm feelings to Pedro Daniela and Pedro Pablo who have been instrumental in finding these amazing coffees. The coffee that we have here from Bolivia uh, is uh, uh, Tadasio Mamani. Tadasio Mamani is a small producer uh, around the Caranavi area that we've worked with forever. Um, you may remember the football shirt and all the rest of it that I gave to Tadasio. Um, we, are, we are good friends. We uh, enjoy 
um, buying coffee from him. He's organic certified, so he has been certified, and this is something that Daniela Pedro and Pedro Pablo paid for, so the producers could be certified organic because they believe that that can add some value to the coffee and help the prices that we do. We uh, they get for it and we pay for it, um, and um, it's a super long relationship. If you've watched in my mug before, you've heard me talk about Tadasio. Um, so uh, I'm sure um, you can go back and watch those and you won't mind indulging me about the political situation in Bolivia because it's a country that I love um, and it's it's terrible when a dictator um, takes over like that and, and, you know, doesn't necessarily have the thoughts of all of the people um, in his head. Um, from one dictator to another, it's time to go to Roland and his daft fact of the week. I'm tired of walking. Roland! Roland! You call and he's there. Roland, do you have a daft fact for us? I have. Did you know that the name Teodosio comes from the Greek and means gift of God? And his coffee is a gift from God too. I'm a gift from God. Maybe I should be called Teodosio. Oh, how rude. So we're going to go into the coffee before that. It is our Instagram um, competition. And I hope this is not all Tommy does, but Tommy makes coffee. Thank you very much for the uh, fantastic photo. I hope you also make dinner and make your bed and make friends. Um, you can make some other makes up yourself if you like. Uh, let's get into the coffee before I get myself into trouble. Um, So Tadasio's coffee, I don't know so well, um, but it changes. Like, as he's getting better at farming and getting better at understanding what he needs to do, um, I think his cup is improving. You get lots of dark chocolate. That's the first thing you really notice is the dark chocolate. Little bit of a cranberry kind of juiciness to it. Um, maybe that's a hangover from Christmas that I ate too much cranberry, um, but it is really cranberry. And then finishes with like a milk chocolate and almost like a small nuttiness to it, like an onion, a little hint, but a little bit of a hazelnut hint to it. Um, I love Tadasio's coffee. I really love working with him um, and I'm really happy that we can share it and I hope you're enjoying it at home. Um, thank you for joining me and do remember life is too short for bad coffee. Don't forget to do other things, Tommy. <laughs> Litre of coffee doesn't go very far. <laughs> <laughs>